Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith Podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So... Thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your host, Britney N. Smith, your favorite, favorite, favorite brand designer and brand strategist. And I am here with another friend of mine. His name is Jesse Cruz from Rochester, New York, not too far from where I am, a little far, but not too far from where I am. Um, and he is a master storyteller. He is a professional speaker. Um, he is um, the owner of Merge Worldwide. Um, and so today we're just going to talk a little bit about his story and how he was able to take his story and make it his success. All right, guys. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tell us in your own words, a little bit about who you are, what you do and how you got here. Absolutely. So first and foremost, I'm a man of faith, husband and father in that order. And from there, I am a professional speaker, storytelling coach. And what I love to do, my wife and I, we do this together. And we just had this this past weekend. We absolutely love hosting live events. The reason why those are so important is because you get the most amount of impact in the least amount of time. And so we host speaker competitions and retreats for entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their network and make connections with people who are supportive of their mission, their vision, and their dream because we are relationship-centered business. And so for us, it's all about the connections and the people. So creating an environment for people to heal, connect, and grow is one of the most important things. And empowering things you can do is to share your story. Awesome. That is fantastic. One, because I love people. And so wherever there are people are and getting, being able to get to know people um, is definitely something that's exciting to me. Um, but secondly, I also appreciate your desire to create opportunities for others. Um, that's not something that everybody does, um, but the fact that you're passionate about it is really, really cool. Um, so how did speaking become your thing? Like, were you always a speaker? Was it something that you kind of discovered along the way? Um, how did you arrive at the fact that speaking was going to be your jam? I was actually invited to go speak in a correctional facility years ago by my parents and they they had been speaking for years and then they asked me to do it and i was like well why in the world would you ask me i've never spoke to anyone in my entire life in a public setting so but something was telling me i was like you know what i'm going to give it a try and so i started speaking and i saw the impact it was making on the people i was speaking to mm. and i was like wow that felt really good to see how my words were relaying a message of hope and inspiration to somebody who was hurting Right. And I remember that feeling and I was like, you know what, this is the, this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to speak to people. Mm-hmm. And that was my first opportunity in doing so. Awesome. And do you remember what your first talk was about? 
I don't. And it's probably a good thing because I'm sure it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know it was good because the, I'm just saying the reason why I say I'm sure it was terrible is because the, the amount of progress that I've made, I know that I've improved. Sure. <laughs> and I don't remember what my first speech was about. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of things that I've improved upon since that time. <laughs> sure. No, I totally get it. Um, you know, people ask me, have I been doing graphic design all my life? And I'm like, no, I, you know, if, if I don't even think it's up there anymore. But if you would go back to my first website ever, it's like, I can't even show this to anybody because it's horrible. But it's like, look at me now, you know, so I, I totally get that. Um, okay, so um, how then... You know, over the course of your speaking career, um, what are some of the common things that you would run into in terms of the issues or, or challenges that people face with speaking in the public? I think one of the, the key things for people who are speaking is they don't believe that their story has value. And a lot of times that will hold them back. So people will spend their entire lives talking about, I want to be a speaker. I want to share my story. And they never share it. And that's because they don't believe that their story has value or for, there's usually people who fall into two ends of the spectrum. One is that their story doesn't have anything traumatic. Therefore, they don't think their story is compelling. Right. They didn't have a, a serious traumatic event. So therefore, they think their story is boring or the opposite end of the spectrum that it's so traumatic and so painful that they don't even want to share it to begin with. Right. And so what happens is that they typically fall somewhere in that spectrum and they never end up sharing their story to begin with. And no matter what's happened, whether you've gone through something traumatic or not, is that your story is one of the most empowering things that you can give yourself. And when you give yourself the best, you can give the world the best. And I think people need to give them gift of empowerment by sharing their stories and impacting lives. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And so when you hear people say you know, my story is too much. I can't share it. I have a, like, when you said that a person came to mind who is like, that's her thing. Like, it's just, it's too much. Um, or my story is not popping enough that nobody's going to want to know. What are some of the things uh, that you would share with those people that would help kind of tear down those beliefs so that they can get to the place of opening up to share? Well, yeah, there's a couple of things. Great question. I would say the first thing is the person has to understand that you're unique, right? So there's only one person in human history that is you. There is no two of any person. So that alone makes your story stand out no matter what you've been through. And knowing that you are one of one and you're the only person in the world with that story, that should give you some sort of power in yourself. Like, you know what? I have something to offer that nobody else in the world has to offer. And I think right. people need to tell themselves, no, my story is unique. My story is special. It's the only one in human existence. And once they reframe their story of one that's unique and special, not one that's just not important, their whole mindset begins to shift and understanding, no, I have something great to offer this world and I'm going to do whatever it takes to offer it because chances are there is at some point in your life that someone shared something with you that encouraged you. Sometimes right. it's a teacher, a coach, a parent, a friend, a family member. They said a word of encouragement. They shared a part of their life. They were vulnerable enough. And you were like, wow, I'm not the only one. Yes. We don't share our story. We leave people in the dark, wondering where the light is. 
asking themselves, why am I the only one? And right. your story can be the light switch that ignites hope in them. But if you don't share it, it becomes a selfish act because you're too worried about what people think Ooh. rather than realizing you're all to serve them no matter what they think, because it's, it's your mission and vision to serve people no matter what, because that's what we're called to do. Woo! I just feel like I, I want to get out of the line of fire. Like, okay, Jesse, all right, all right, we get it. Like, you're right. You are absolutely, you are absolutely right. Um, and so my my follow up to that would be, what doors have opened for you as a result of you saying yes to sharing your story? Because I understand that sharing your story can be hard because you have to kind of relive some of the things that you've gone through perhaps, or you really have to break down the walls of getting outside of yourself. So what, what kind of doors have opened? What, what are some of the, the wow stories that have come from you opening up and saying yes to sharing your story? One of the most empowering things I've been able to do is share my story. And what it does, it gives, it gives myself permission to heal mm-hmm. and then it gives permission to other people to heal. So when I've had people come up to me and share things with me that they've never shared with anybody in their entire life, their spouse, their kids, their family members, their friends, that lets me know that I'm doing the thing I've been called to do. Yeah. And for me, it's all about being vulnerable enough. I call it be strong enough to be weak. And that's a, tr- that's a true sign of strength. And so that's so important. And we take the time to do that. When I've had people come up and say that, you know, that story changed my life, your message impacted me deeply and it moved people to tears and it gets them to take action. It's it. That's what it's all about. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that you said it gives you permission to heal, but it also gives them permission to heal. And it's super duper important for, um, like you said, somebody to recognize that they're not the only one going through what they're going through. Um, and that's what I said to the person that said their message, their story is just too messy. It's too gory. It's too whatever to share. And I said, but the whole reason why you went through all of that and you're still here is so that you can share with somebody else that is going through it right now and say, Hey, I made it out. And so can you. Um, And so it's so important for us to, like you said, kind of get outside of ourselves, step out of that selfish thinking and be more selfless like Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, so that's, that's super powerful. So um, talk to us now about, because you're a storytelling coach, right? So for the people who are listening right now, who are speakers, who have gotten over the hurdle of being afraid to tell their story, what are just some quick nuggets that you can give from a storytelling perspective for those who are looking to be better at telling their story? Yeah, there's a couple key things. One is making sure your story has conflict. I say it like this. If you want to watch a movie and right from the beginning of the movie, the hero of the story Everything goes perfect. There's no obstacles. There's no villain. There's no bad guy. There's no challenges along the way. And everything goes perfectly as planned the entire time. That would be a really boring movie with no excitement. (laughs) And it's the same with your story. And because our story is full of ups and downs, you you must share both ends of the spectrum because that's what's interesting. It builds tension. It lets people know you've had to go through some adversity to get to the place that you're at. Absolutely. And so it's getting cozy with the conflict. Right. And then how important is it? Because, Jesse, I've been, you know, I've I've heard a lot of speeches and talks. Right. And there are people who are on these really prestigious stages 
And in my own personal opinion, I'm like, how would, how did they even get up here? You know, because their delivery was just like boring, right? Like, are there, are there ways for us to practice? Like if you're not naturally just like energy, are there ways for us to practice infusing life into our presentation or is it or is it along the lines of you either have it or you don't so i think that any person can develop the skill if they're willing to take time to invest in it and i think when you know your story right you know how to share it in a compelling way then you're going to be able to have more success it's understanding yourself your story the story you want to share and then it's also standing your who you know who needs to hear this message because your story is not meant for everyone it's meant for someone though. And you got to know who that someone is. And you tell that story in a way that connects with the pain points of that someone, the challenges, the opportunities, the obstacles, the happy times. You want to think of a specific people, population you're trying to reach when you're sharing that story. And then you take your story and you connect it to their story and you have a point where they intersect. They must connect in some way because if you cannot connect your pain points of your story to someone else's pain points of their story, then they're going to miss your message and not feel connected to you. Mm, Right, 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 right. And so um, as we are sharpening our tools and we are practicing these things and leaning into the process, um, what are some ways for us to really establish ourselves as a speaker? This is going to sound so simple. Uh, the first thing is speak, right? And so <laughs> seeking, seek opportunities to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and people think they have to have um, all these amazing connections. And that's always good to have the right people in your life, but it's just starting where you're at. And we live in a technology age where you can literally just, you can, you can create a stage from your pocket because if you have a cell phone and right. you left social media and you just created a stage, people right. think if it's, but you could start literally anywhere. You could speak in your room, take out your phone, put on your favorite social media platform and start speaking. Right. And if you do that enough times, you do it consistently, you will get some sort of momentum. You will get people's attention and you wouldn't get people's attention from your ability to speak. And so no matter what the skill is, it's repetition is the mother of skill. So if you want to become a good speaker, you must put yourself in a position to speak regularly, to develop that skill, to reach the people you've been called to reach. Awesome. Awesome. And so (laughs) as you were talking, right, like, I'm like, yes. So Jesse basically just said he's taken away all of our excuses and we just need to get out there and just speak. Okay. (laughs) That's, that is it. Um, And, you know, so Jesse, I'm always telling the audience, like you need to utilize live video as a business owner. If you are, um, especially if you're a coach or if you are, you know, helping people one-to-one, like they need to see you, they need to hear you. They need to know that they can trust you. They need to know that you're a real person and that you've actually been through the challenges that you're trying to help them through. Right. And so the, one of the best ways to do that is to talk to them. It's, and like you said, you have an already made platform, you know, in your pocket, this podcast, I, last week I was in Paris and Switzerland in the same day, just because of this podcast from, from my laptop that goes with me wherever I go. Right. And so there's no excuse, especially in 2022, that you can't be international and you can't open your mouth and share your story. And so Jesse, You may hate me for this later, but it's okay because you're a professional speaker and this is what you do. You speak on the spot. So I want you to take like the next 90 90 seconds to two minutes 
And I want you to inspire us around the topic of motivation. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the you spot. You got it. I love this. I love this right here. <laughs> See, motivation, the thing about it, if you, if you shorten the word motivation up, there's the word motive, right? And the word motive is why you do the things that you do. And the part about motivation that can be challenging is when motivation fades, then what do you do? Because motivation can only last so long. And so the key about motivation is not this always having motivational opportunities. It's always being in a state of discipline, no matter how motivated you feel, because motivation fades and discipline stays. I'll say it again. Motivation fades, but discipline stays. And if you could stay on the track of discipline, Once you lose motivation, you can do the right thing no matter what. That's why I always practice putting myself in positions that are a little bit uncomfortable for me because the more opportunities I get to go do something that's uncomfortable, the more chances I have to grow. Now, people want to grow in a sake of comfort where they do the same thing over and over again, and that's good to have specific routines. But motivation is you have to put yourself in an environment of people who want to motivate you and that you can motivate. And if you're not doing one or the other, you're just kind of coasting through life, trying to figure things out. So you must take those two things, motivation and discipline, and then combine the two. There were times in my life where I lacked both. Mm. If I have discipline, I can create motivation. If I have motivation, it fades and I can lose discipline. So be disciplined first, be disciplined to be motivated. Therefore, you can give a motivational speech. You can become a motivational person. You can change the world with your motivation. You are literally transforming your motives to somebody else to make an impact in your life and in the lives of people you're meant to speak to. But it all starts with the discipline for the motivation. Yo, like, (laughs) did y'all catch that? Did y'all catch that? That was awesome. That was awesome. It was very real. And it was very uh, tangible. I'm, I'm like envisioning things as you're talking like, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm almost envisioning like one of those videos, like with your voiceover in the background and people are like doing pushups and like, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you for that. And ladies, I hope that you grabbed something out of that, that motivation and discipline work hand in hand, but discipline has to happen first because motivation can come and go. And that's in the life of an entrepreneur. That's in the life of a mama or a father. That's in the life of those of us who are serving in ministry. Lord, help us. That's that's in everything that we do. Those of us who are trying to get our health together. Um, so definitely a timely, a timely message for us. Um, and also an excellent demonstration of the fact that you're not new to this. You're true to this. <laughs> So that was awesome. So Jesse, what, um, what events do you have coming up? What do you have that we can take advantage of or what can we sign up for in Jesse's world? Yeah. So we literally just had our transformation retreat this past weekend. And okay. so we'll, we'll be doing that again next year. Right. So I always tell people those are, those events are going to sell out. Right. And I always tell people, and because we keep the numbers limited, because we have a select number of people that we want in the room. Cause for me, it's always about having the right people in the room. Sure. And then, yep. And then the next things after that we have coming up, which will be even sooner is we're going to be having some speaker competitions coming up. We'll have multiple speaker competitions coming up very soon. So uh, those events are always a great time for people to be empowered and sharing their story. Awesome. And how do we find you online? Yeah. Just find me at Jesse Cruz uh, on Facebook or Jesse Cruz speaks on Instagram. 
Awesome. Well, listen, this has been great. I know it's like I told you, I told you guys um, earlier, or as you know, in the show, we are here, we hit it and we quit it because we are all busy entrepreneurs trying to impact the world and make the world a better place. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in today. This was phenomenal. Make sure you connect with Jesse online. Make sure you check out the competitions. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled for the next retreat. Um, I'm going to be keeping my eyes peeled so that I don't miss out on the next one. Um, Jesse, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, and we will see you guys again next week for another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.